This is episode 153 of the Landscape Photography Show, and before we get into today's episode, I just want to say thank you to the sponsors, Nature Photographers Network. Right now, you can go to naturephotographers.network and sign up for a yearly membership of just $49. Honestly, in the past two weeks, I've spent $50 at Starbucks. That's no lie, and it's really not healthy for me to do that, not only for my body, the environment, my heart rate, or the environment, again, uh, or my bank account. But I still did it. I still drank my coffee, and I spent more than it would take to sign up for a yearly membership to naturephotographers.network. Now, out of my $50 I spent getting coffee, I got about four hours of energy. In a year of spending the exact same money on naturephotographers.network, you can get a great community of like-minded photographers. You can get access to the best photographers and your favorite photographers on the planet who give you immediate feedback on your photos, how to get better, what you're doing right, what you can improve on. Plus, you're getting exclusive content like webinar and articles and Ask Me Anythings as well all for less than I spent on coffee in the last two weeks. If you want to sign up for that, that's $49. You can go to naturephotographers.network. That's not all, though. Just for listening to the podcast, they're going to give you 10% off of that if you use the code LPS10 during checkout. Again, that's naturephotographers.network and use the code LPS10 during checkout and pray for my caffeine addiction. In this episode, we're talking about landscape photography for a greater cause. And <clears throat> look, this gets thrown around a lot, right? Um, talking about doing things for a greater cause. We all love the environment. We like to do things to help the environment out. I love the Nature First initiative. But typically, and look, I'm just going to be real honest here and, and get this off my chest. Typically, when that information is shared, all it's shared around is the photographers who already know it. There's not a lot of people outside of our landscape photography community who know about initiatives, who know about how to protect the environment, how to protect nature, and really just leaving social media out of it because I feel like that's the de facto, like, strategy that we can use to kind of take the blame off of ourselves as the photography community, myself at the front of that line, um, I, I really think we need to step it up and do a better job, right? We have a really unique opportunity to capture the beauty, beauty of the natural world and share it with other people. But that opportunity that we have I talk about growth in our photography, growth in our photography business all the time, the reach we're able to have with our social media presence and the reach that we're able to have with like ads and things like that. Um, our opportunity also comes with a huge responsibility uh, to protect these lands for future generations to enjoy. You know, I am not afraid to admit that I'm I'm pretty scared, honestly, to raise a daughter um, in the world that we live in. Not only is parenthood something that I have a first and foremost obligation to do well, but it's also something that I cannot fail at. 
and I was thinking about that the other day and, and what it would mean to really take that to heart. And that would mean to make my daughter feel safe at all times. I think that's the, the key to, to parenting. And when I say that, I'm not talking about making her feel safe so that she never branches out and does anything, but making her feel safe in the fact that she has the courage to step out and do something about things that she sees wrong in the world or step out with the courage and faith to have things that that matter to her and you know be able to take a stance and have the confidence and and um kind of self-motivation to be able to do that when i say safe I'm building her up with the confidence, hopefully, to be able to do things like that and make the world a better place. For me, that's the key to parenting and and how we've, my wife and I, have really taken on that role. And I was thinking about that with her and, you know, the environment is something that I care about a great deal Um, with her being able to go out and enjoy nature, you know, Nothing is more fun than going out on hikes with her. Nothing is more fun than going out and like looking for mushrooms in the open field behind our house. As mundane as that may seem, it's so fun to see her excitement when she does find one. On the other hand, it's so sad and it's a huge buzzkill Um, whenever we come across trash in the open field and I then have to explain to her why some people don't appreciate the environment, you know, you know, maybe let's give them the benefit of the doubt here. Maybe that trash fell out of their pocket and, and they didn't know. Well, now it's our obligation to pick it up because we've come across that piece of trash and now we need to pick it up. That's, that's the obligation, uh, that we can have. And that's something that we can do. But on a greater scale, you know, we have the opportunity and the reach to be able to do that. And I think one of the huge ways that we as a landscape photography community are failing in doing so is failing to use the reach of social media to be able to do that. Um, and, and I know that's going to ruffle the feathers of a lot of people, but I see so many photographers being upset that social media is moving in a direction of primarily video. And while we love photography, and while we love to show our photography, and video is kind of this, you know, what do we do here? This is kind of this unknown thing. How do we master this? All you have to do if, you know, this platform is something that really means a lot to you and that you really want to reach the masses with, all you have to do is spend probably about an hour scrolling through Instagram reels or Facebook reels or YouTube shorts and see what sounds are working or what audio is working or what other things are working. And all you have to do is take that and use it and put a spin on it for what platforms mean to you in the greater movement for landscape photography, whether that be protecting public lands, um, you know, 
whether that be something like, uh, for me, something that's really heavy on my heart right now is banning assault rifles. Um, there's absolutely no need for them to be out in communities or anything like that. But assault rifles were made for military use, not civilian use. Um, and I'm scared in the fact that I'm highly considering homeschooling my daughter in lieu of sending her to a public school uh, in a community where the use and carry of guns is second nature. Um, as somebody who, and you know, this is something that stems from my time as a missionary abroad and somebody who, um, you know, has struggled with PTSD from interactions with guns and things like that. Uh, when we were serving as missionaries, uh, I had an interaction with a gun where a loaded shotgun was actually pointed at my head. Um, so banning assault rifles is something that's very high on my list because I'm not around guns. Uh, that's something I don't permit in our house. That's something I don't permit us to be around. And whether you're for that or against it, as somebody who has had a direct interaction with fight or flight in that moment and still deals with the ramifications of that, I'm very anti that. Um, but I think we can do the same thing if you're passionate about saving the environment, right? We can do the same thing if you're passionate about um, finding a piece of land to protect. And, and first and foremost, it's, it's important to recognize that natural lands are a part of what we do, a part of how we make a living, a part of how we use our hobbies, a part of how we are able to go out and enjoy nature. They are the backdrop and the tools, the medium of what we do as photographers, right? So when those aren't protected, um, we aren't able to do our hobbies. And it's a proven fact for many of us. And I've done polls on this on social media, on email lists of why do you go out and take photos? And primarily the feedback that comes back is, well, I do it because nature gives me this breath of fresh air. It's calming. It's, you know, soul fulfilling. These are all words that you guys have sent back to me, listening to you on why you love photography. So first and foremost, it en enriches our lives and our hobbies, our business of photography, why we do what we do, right? These places, if they're endangered or if they're littered or cluttered, it's not as peaceful or life-giving to us. Um, a great example is, uh, again, when I was serving as a missionary in Haiti, I would often go out for hikes around where we lived, and there's a big uh, trash and pollution problem in Haiti every time, you know, there's a big flood or, or something in the country or during the rainy season, and you see all this water flash flooding, washing trash, tons of trash through the streets. Everybody's like, oh no, 
oh no, we, we've never seen this like before. That's like a weekly occurrence there. That's really not that big of a deal there. But when you're trying to take photos and people are commenting back like, hey, there's some trash in that photo. Yeah, there's some trash. There's trash freaking everywhere, man. Um, we need to, It that could become our reality, honestly. Um, and I'm seeing it more and more in national parks. I'm seeing it more and more in public lands. Um, not only stip- sticking to established trails and minimizing our impact on places, but also packing out our trash and, and doing things like that. Um, and, you know, I, I would... I would throw out the name of like Phil Monson for packing up trash and being a steward for that. Um, you know, I just started reading my daughter his book, Nigel the Litter Hunter. You can definitely go and pick up that on, you can contact Phil, I'm sure, on, on social media uh, or his, his website. Um, but it's a great book to read to get your kids and, and, you know, start reaching a greater audience about picking up trash and while the book is goofy and and kind of funny and you know it's on a kid's level it's really good to get them thinking about trash and now my daughter every time we go out when we see a piece of trash she's always like hey we need to pick up that trash Um, and while there are greater things than just trash you know we can use our platform to raise awareness for that what is raising our platform actually mean Uh, does it mean just sharing posts around and just the photography community? No. Um, I really think we need to do a better job of contacting officials. Uh, I think we need to do a better job of volunteering to talk about litter and talk about that in public schools. Um, I think we need to do a better job of maybe volunteering at public libraries and reading books about litter and trash, uh, maybe centered around Earth Day. And if that's just once a year, great, you're doing it once a year. You're doing way more than the majority of the population is going to do. So we need to speak to, to the actual public um, and do it in a way that's educational, not confrontational. I, as an introvert myself, I avoid tons of conflict. Um, But some things, you know, we have to be out there and we have to be speaking about it. And look, we also have to go into it knowing that not everybody is going to like us. Do you think everybody liked what I said about guns earlier? No, but that's something that I've fought in my life. And that's something that you know, I believe in. And that is not going to be a popular topic among some people. And that's okay. I think we can talk about it. Does that mean we're not going to be friends? Maybe does that mean I'm going to disown my family? No, not at all. Um, But we can talk about it and we can share our ideas and talk to our elected officials about it too. It's, it's just a platform that we have to raise awareness about protecting our natural lands. Um, by sharing our photos and stories, we do help inspire people. Um, like all the time on Instagram, we hear people be like, oh, beautiful photo. Awesome. Cool. Nice shot. And then we just give up the thumbs up emoji right back. That 
look, that needs, while it's nice for people to enjoy our photography, the greater need here is to do something with it. Um, and I think it goes back to it. I talk about sales and business and a lot of that stuff. And in these one-on-one business consultations, we always get to, you know, what do you want to do with your photography? Like, what is your goal here? And what is your driving purpose? And it always goes back to the quote for me from Simon Sinek talking about business and sales. And he says, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And this is one of the most popular TED Talks ever. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. What is the greater driving force behind what you are doing? Because that is the why in why you are doing it. What is the passion driving behind it? And I've had one-on-one consultations with people who are legally blind, who want to raise awareness for the blind community and photography. I've had one-on-one meetings for people who want to build a greater women's photography community and have that be the driving force behind their business. When you have a why, a driving force behind your business, people are attracted to that. Um, What is you may be asking yourself like, okay, you're talking a lot about this. Why? What is your why? Um, I want to educate people on how they're able to use photography to benefit their life and make their dreams come true like I have. That is my driving force behind it. I have right now, and this is not to brag, I have the life that I dreamed of when I started my photography career. Making money, taking photos, um, being able to you know, take time off whenever I want, work whenever I want, how much I want, how little I want. I'm able to do, you know, as much or little I want as in a week. And I'm always here at home so that I don't miss any time with my family. That was what I wanted out of a photography career. And that's what I'm able to do now. And I want other people to experience that too. And that is my why. That's my why about why I teach about composition and photography, and that's why I teach about business and photography. That is the driving force, and I want that for other people. You know, we're moving into an age where that's literally realistic in 365 days. That's absolutely insane to me. We're also living in a world with the opportunity to make serious change in a very short amount of time with very little followers whatsoever. Um, and I know talking about followers and reach and different things like that is kind of, you know, you may be cringing when you hear things like that, but without using the tools that are necessary for reach, we'll never reach anybody. And if you never reach anybody, the same things are just going to happen over and over. Um, so while it's our job to take awe-inspiring photos of the natural world. Uh, It's also our job to be advocates for the places that we can go and photograph. And I'm not saying that you need to go meet with the president of your country and, you know, have television crews there and talk on 60 Minutes on Sunday night. Yes, I watch 60 Minutes because I have the heart of a 75-year-old man. Um, But... 
I think you, you know, as little as going and talking with your, you know, town or city mayor, talking with your county mayor, talking with different people about how you can do that, how you can organize efforts. I don't know if anybody else realizes this, but thoughts and prayers aren't working. Um, And as a person of faith, I do believe in prayer, but I also believe that God has put us on earth for a specific purpose and to actually do something, not just sit there and be like thoughts and prayers. I'm thinking about you. Thoughts and prayers to the trash. Thoughts and prayers to the victims of assault rifles. That's some, that is some BS right there. And I'm not afraid to say that. Um, look, we've got a job to do. Whether you like it or not, it's out there. It's something that we really need to look at hard in the face. And we need to look at ourselves in the mirror, my face included, about what are we actually going to do here? And what are we actually going to resolve? And if our resolve is around posting within our own community, nothing is ever going to get done. And that's just a fact. That is, It's a scientific fact. I'll put it out there. Test Bill Nye on that. Um, now, how do, we, how do we act? We can donate, sure. I think giving our time, time is the most valuable resource we have. Um, time is the most value resource we have. Once it's gone, it's gone. You can always, if you lose 20 bucks, it's very easy to make another 20 bucks. Um, that's an, usually less than an hour of work for many people around the world. If that's not you, it's probably two hours of work. So it's very easy to make up 20 bucks. It's very hard to get back an hour. In fact, it's impossible. So our time is the most valuable asset and resource that we have. It's time to start using that if you really care about do something. Um, And that's a pep talk to myself as well as anybody else listening because I care about this stuff too. So let's get up. Let's do something. Let's figure out what our why is and let's get to work.